war. Huh. Yeah. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. You're fired. Get out of here. Welcome back to Shitalk. You got me fired. Sorry about that intro. <laughs> yeah. Not trying to make light of the situation that's going on right now. Actually, it's, we are. This is supposed to be a comedy podcast, and we've strayed so fucking far from that. I, th- I feel like we need a whole new rebrand. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Yeah. So. Welcome to the rebrand. It's your chance. Do your day. <laughs> get it like Space Jam? Yeah, I get it. Right, I get it. Fine. I get it. Uh, do we have anything fun to talk about before no what do you mean we're about to enter world war three i know it's fucking crazy man like i saw videos of like chechen uh soldiers like marching towards or not marching but like getting in trucks and shit and getting ready to head towards the ukraine and you know that whole war i mean it just seems like and it's 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 crazy what goes on in that little section. Not not little. I mean, Ukraine's actually a very large country. It's one of the largest countries in the, the EU. In the, well, not even EU. Europe. European Union really doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but it's one of the largest countries over there. And, like, there's just so much shit that's historically gone on over there in the last 20 to 30 years. I mean, it seems like ever since, like, the fall of the Soviet Union, it's just been, like, a fucking power grab over there. I don't know what's going on. Well, I, I know a little bit of what's going on, and I think I understand why we're in the predicament we are right now. Um, that's a little nuanced. There's some there's some questions that can be raised, but um, yeah, I guess we, if you want, we can get we can get started. I mean, you said but, a lot in that little minute. I know. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so if you're living under a rock, Russia officially invaded Ukraine. They called it a special military operation, but. Uh, it was invasion of Ukraine on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what's been happening. There is a ton of misinformation out there, um, you know, to use a liberal phrase. A ton of misinformation. Being yeah. Spread. But there really is. There's people posting photos and it's oh, yeah. out that that photo is actually from like six years ago. And there was uh, a clip you said of there was like a clip of like bombs or whatever. And then you said it was like actually some guy's video game or something. Yeah, there was a there's a video of of. Uh Two, two jets flying around somewhere in Ukraine over a field and looks like they're, you know, engaging in combat, shooting at each other. And one of them takes the other out and then it comes to find out that it was actually um, like a 3D CGI guy over in Europe who like who mm-hmm. made this clip. And uh, it's now being taken as like fact, yeah. like oh yeah, yeah. like there no, was I'm another not. clip that went pretty viral of like this dad saying goodbye to his kids, and it turns out like that it was, had nothing to that was like before any of this happened. Yeah, so, yeah. The 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 sub- or at least that's what they're saying. I don't know. Maybe it is happening now. It's so hard to tell what's real and what's not because obviously there there's vested interest in people spreading yes. it to make it seem like it's a bigger war than it is, and also vested interest in people trying to, to minimize it and act like oh it's not a big deal. So well, that's that was one of the questions that keeps coming up that that say, they say, you know, <laughs> this is kind of weird because you see all these trucks, you see all these tanks. But where is all the infantry? Where is everybody? They said that they mobilized something like 700,000 troops total, like across. And that's everybody. Engineers, drivers, gunners, like everybody. Where are all these people? Because the only thing that I'm seeing is like 
tanks driving tanks driving down the road. Now, I'm, again, I'm not trying to make light of the situation. Like tanks driving down the road, and those are usually operated by about three people, and and you know, like guys driving trucks, like two people in a truck. Like there, there's not. I, I feel like I haven't seen any videos of just like. Well, you're not a going dozen, to because it's not like they're around civilians. I mean, like you know what I mean. Like it's not like that's you, true. If you're not like because a lot of the footage that's like appearing all over is like. From, uh, apparently, from at Kiev. least from like iPhones and you know, I mean, like yeah. people, like civilians, just filming what they're seeing, you know. Right. So if you like, if there was an actual like battle of soldiers, like you know, marching right. like back in the good old days, like it's not like you would see, like it's not, it's not like someone would just be sitting on the sidelines filming that, you know. That's true. Right. Well, I like, don't you know. You would be fearful of your life because like Afghani- people are literally killing them, like each other. Afghanistan, there's a and lot you're of- clearly on one of the sides, so yeah. you're worried, you know? I mean, I've there's there's a lot of footage that came out of the war in Afghanistan in the Middle East on, on from both sides, you know, from people that are, you know, fighting for their neighborhoods and you have terrorists and you have the U.S. Like, there is a lot of footage of people just like shooting at each other in the streets, you know? So I think maybe, and again, maybe you're right, maybe it hasn't gotten to that point yet where you're seeing just five trucks pull up and a dozen, a dozen troops pop out of each truck in a city center. Like that would be filmed. That for sure would be filmed. Um, but yeah, you're seeing a lot of like air support and like tanks being driven down the road. And, um, I saw a video just the other day of, of, uh, of a bunch of Russian troops, a guy pulls up a Ukrainian guy. And he's like, yeah, this is out. This was near my village and it's on a highway. And he pulls up, he's like, what's going on? Why are you guys sitting here? And they're like, Oh, we're out of gas. He's like, Oh, I can give you guys a ride and a ride back to Russia. And they all start laughing. And like all of them, like they all start laughing with this Ukrainian guy and the guy just drives off. Like it's really fucking weird. There's like, like there's video footage of like people being captured by the Ukrainian military. And like, they're like 17 and 18 year old kids. But what, what's interesting is a lot of people are saying that these people that they're capturing, a lot of these, these pals, these prisoners of war, they're not like militarized. They're not decked out in armor and have, multiple firearms and, and night vision goggles and shit. Like these guys don't even have any of that. Like they, they're finding a lot of them don't even own, don't even have any firearms on them. They're drivers, they're engineers, they're mechanics. It's like where, like, it's just, it's, it's really weird. Like you're, you're not seeing like groups of troops. It seems like deployed. Well, maybe it's being suppressed on social media or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. You know, maybe. who knows? I have no idea what, you know? Yeah, but it's really interesting, you know, um, there's a lot of hypocrisy going on and I, I don't want to, you know, I want to save, I want to be able to hit all the things we want to talk about today, but there's a lot of like hypocrisy going on with this whole thing. And again, I want everyone to understand that we are not saying that Putin or Zelensky or whatever his name is are good people. They both have some major character flaws and have made some very questionable decisions and people are dying over there. Um, so I'm not saying one is is good and one is bad. They're both actually, both of those guys are pretty shitty people. But anyways, I guess we're all shitty. I mean, if you look at the politicians and the people that run this country. Exactly. Like if, if nobody's we, really if, innocent. Yeah. If someone attacked like America, they'd be like, good fuck Biden. And it's like, yeah, 90% of Americans also feel that way. <laughs> like we don't want to die yeah. with this idiot. Like fuck them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm sure that there's a lot of citizens that feel that way. I mean, they arrested, there was like, 2,000 protesters that got arrested for protesting, like, the, yeah. the war, the invasion, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, I mean, you the, know, there are 
Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, that kind of, that directly ties to, like, what I was just talking about, those prisoners of war. These guys that they're capturing, like, they clearly don't give a fuck. Like, a lot of them say, a lot of them said, like, we don't want to be here. Like, we were, we were doing drills. We were just hanging out at the base. And then all of a sudden, we were told, yo, get in the truck and drive towards Ukraine. Like, that was it. Like, there was no... There's none of this like, oh, we're getting ready and, you know, there's some shit going down. No, all of a sudden they're doing push-ups. Next thing you know, they're told to get their shit and get in the truck and start driving, like, to to the west, you know. So, I don't know, man. It's Shit's coming to a freaking boil over there, that's for sure. I mean, it's, you have multiple factions being involved. I saw today pictures of, like, um, uh special forces like operators being um, gearing up and going over there. And a lot of people, the theory, a lot of people are theorizing that right now, now for those that don't know, uh, Russia is very much like Israel where everybody, every, all the, all the men, well, actually in Israel, I think women have to serve too. I think in Russia, women don't have to serve, but all men must do a certain number of years in the military doing something. It doesn't matter if you're sitting there taking notes for a meeting or you're out there shooting a freaking, you know, bazooka at a, an enemy combatant. You're doing something. And, um, oh, sorry, sorry. If you guys can hear any noise in the background. I think we have people moving in above us. There's person. been a lot of banging for the last couple of days. That's yeah. why Peter just stopped our yeah, in the I, apo- the I apologize. I thought, it, I thought it was somebody pounding on the yeah, door. I thought so too. I was like, oh my God. I think it's, they're drilling right the above The Russians us. are here. No. Um, <laughs> Jesus shit. Christ. What was I saying? Oh yeah. So a lot of them, a lot of them have to do time in the military. And I think a lot of them just got like unlucky. Like this was their, like they just happened to be in right now. And, uh, you know, they took like a mechanic job or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, yo, like FYI, you're going to war, bro. Like, that's it. Like, cause there are, and again, I don't know how much of it is real or old footage or what, but there's videos of like rockets and stuff like that, like being oh, fired yeah. and, you know, buildings blowing up. There were reports that Russia attacked a hospital and an apartment building was blowing up. And I, yeah. I don't know how much of this is like old versus actual footage from happening now. Cause like I said, yeah. a lot of it has been like debunked as like stuff that happened years yeah. ago or whatever. So yeah. I don't know. And that's, and that's part of the problem is like, uh, if anyone is curious, a good source, if you want to see actual, like what's going on, use Reddit and go to r slash combat footage the moderators there are really good at filtering out footage from years ago. A lot of people were posting footage from the war of Donbass from 2014. And they were, and people were trying to pass this off. as like, this is what's going on right now. And the moderators are like, no, like we've seen, we saw this footage back in 2015. This is old. Like this is years old. Mm-hmm. So it, go there and sort it by new. The moderators are really, and like, that's how I've been paying attention. If you want to see it. If you want to see it. And now mind you, they'll, they'll tag it and they say, Hey, this might be a little, this might be not safe for work or this is crazy, but you know, it's, it's a, it's pretty safe. So, um, pretty good little source there. If you're curious about what's going on, it's, and it's wild too. What's, what's the most craziest part about this whole thing is I watched the other day, a video from, I watched three different angles of a helicopter getting shot down, which is just mind boggling to think about. Like this is going to be the most televised and most like, this is going to be the most televised war that there's ever been. And it's just crazy to think that now everybody has like a camera on their phone and they can catch a helicopter getting shot out of the air from 12 different angles. It's just, it's crazy to me. Like, and, and I think, and I saw something recently too about this, that 
Americans are like sitting around watching this, like wondering like, what the fuck? And I think it's because we've never actually had like an invasion on our soil. Like we've always been the invader. Like we've always gone other places to, to, to fight our fights. Like we've never had an invasion. So we, we sit here and we watch all this and we're like, we don't, we don't have like a, um, a grasp of reality per se. Like we've, we've just, we've never, most people that are currently alive have not dealt with some type of invasion in North America. And we just sit here and we're kind of like, I won't say blind to it, but we, we don't grasp the full uh, magnitude of the situation going on over there. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's well, crazy. This is the biggest invasion of another like European nation since World War II, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I would I, say World uh, War II. Certainly a long time, which is a lot, of, which is why a lot of people are saying it's going to be World War Three. Yeah. Um, not only that, but we have big, uh, big world powers combining powers. So like Biden gave uh, President Pooh Bear, AKA the president of the Chinese Communist Party, intel on where the Russian troops were moving, hoping that he would step in and stop them. And instead he passed along that info, info to Putin. Yeah. So China has already established that they're fully with Russia on they're this not, and they yeah. are happy to back them in any way, shape or form. I, uh, why India did you think that also, was a good idea? Oh, I know. Yeah. That's fucked up. India, India is now siding with Russia. If I remember correctly. Well, yeah, they, they have been. And, uh, that's going to put, and it's weird. Well, I won't go into that. That's a different, maybe we'll save that for later. Um, but it's, it's odd. That, what do you mean? This is well, what's later? It, well, I'm just saying like we have, you know, so every, every, we have vested interests everywhere, everywhere, right? Like, you know, in, in, in Russia, there's, there's oil and natural gas so in that's the Middle East. The other thing. Yeah. I guess you did kind of skip ahead. I didn't realize you were, that's what you were going to say. I thought you were going to talk about India. <laughs> oh no, I was going to say with India, you know, I, I'm very familiar with like the tech industry and we outsource, not outsource, but we have a lot of offshore people working in technology in India now, all of a sudden, it starts to you start to wonder, okay, well, they're supporting Russia, and Russia's hitting us with cyber attacks all the time. So are we going to have to just say... Is so- Russia hitting us with cyber attacks? Well, they've attempted. Uh, from, from what I have read on the internet and my knowledge of the network security realm, basically, most of the attacks come from China, Russia, and um, Iran, and... Um, that's like we're uh, and North Korea too. North Korea's got it, but like well, that's China and Russia. One is, who sided with them. China has said that they're now um, they're now like on board with North Korea due to like changes of circumstances. Is yeah. I think the, the quote they gave like a change in circumstance or something like that. So North Korea's on board too. I mean, there's your axis of evil right there. At least yeah. as portrayed by American media, you know. I mean, Russia, China, and North Korea. Yeah, India is just kind of there's a we don't really villainize India that much, but <laughs> I mean it's it's kind of coming to a head, and maybe we can start getting into it. But like you know, we've been into it. We're 15 minutes. Yeah, into that's the true. Bond, like, Damn, we are. We're 15 minutes into it. Oh wow. I was gonna say they just they don't like NATO, man. They don't want anything to do with it. Well, yeah, that's the thing is that um, I think it's Sweden and Finland aren't a part of it, and Russia said if if they join NATO, they're next. Yeah. He's coming after them, which it's like, ugh, come on, bro. Yeah. Uh, it's, we, you know, I was, I was reading something just last night, you know, we've, Putin was telling us to back the fuck off and us being the, being NATO well, this is not- in 2012. Like he was saying like, FYI, this is like, this is getting to a bad state. Like you need to back off. You need to stop building Who? Putin. Us? United Putin States? told NATO. Oh. Putin and NATO, uh, us too. But we were building, the United States was building missile Develop like weapons 
facilities along the uh, borders of Ukraine and um, like right right next to Russia. And Putin told us back in like 2011, maybe 2013, like you need to fucking stop this. We don't want anything to do with NATO. Please leave us alone. Well, if you remember when Trump was president, he wasn't pro-NATO either because it's kind of a terrible fucking deal for the United States. We basically help all these other countries defend themselves and yet we pay the highest amount yeah. into it by far. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I just saw an article today that Germany is now upping theirs to 2% of their GDP. Uh, I think we pay like 4 or 5 and we have a higher GDP so it's like, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But that was something that Trump was like all about back when he was president and everyone like gave him shit saying is it like fuck you know like the media like ripped him apart for being so anti-NATO and it's like no we just we're getting ripped the fuck off it's a big fucking scam. Yeah the whole the whole NATO thing. But even back then Putin said he was going to invade Ukraine he was like I'm taking it and uh, Trump said if you if you go after Ukraine I'm I'm a bomb Moscow and and Putin was reported as saying no way like scoffing it off, you know, and Trump was like, I'm going to burn that place to the ground. Like well, fuck around and find out. And he said the same thing to China too. He said, if you go after Taiwan, I'm going to blow Beijing off the map. At, you know, fuck and, around and find out. But to the contrary, you look at the prior, happened. you look at, yeah, exactly. Nothing happened. And that was two, that was like two threats made basically. And our president, late great president, Donald Trump said, you know, yeah, fuck around, find out. I don't have any problems, you know, blowing you off the face of the planet. Um, but under the previous administration, under the Biden administration, uh, Russia did the same shit they did. They're doing right now to 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 Ukraine, but they did it to Crimea. They annexed Crimea, Crimea. Yeah. and I mean it's just under Obama. Under Obama, yeah, under the yeah. Obama administration, and you know. I'm sorry, you know, yeah, you may not like his tweets, you know, you may not like his hair, and you may think he's an asshole, but the dude, the dude kept. There was peace. Well, not only, not only did he say fuck around and find out and they were like, damn, this bitch is crazy enough to do it. But he also made sure that we weren't relying on Russia. So as you mentioned a little bit earlier that this is another oil war, essentially, it's kind of like the same reason we invaded the Middle East. Like, you know, it was basically for the oil. Well, we get roughly like 600,000 plus. Is it oil, uh, oil, oil drums or whatever it is? From Russia. Yeah. And we could be getting over 800,000 from Canada if Biden had canceled the Keystone Pipeline on day one of his fucking presidency. We could be fully like, uh, like no need for that. And also the EU is currently buying a record amount of oil and gas from Russia. So all of these countries, all of Europe and all, and all of us, like we're all fully reliant on Russia for their gas and oil. All of our energy is dependent on yeah. them. And they fucking know it. So they're like, what are you really going to do? Right. Because if you try and like, sanction them or you say hey we're not going to buy oil from russia anymore because we're literally funding their military by doing this yeah well guess what's going to happen to our gas prices here We've, they bragged about bringing it down three cents after being up 60 percent over the year it's going to go through the fucking roof you're going to see ten dollars a gallon we've really because we literally can't our, get it anywhere else yeah i mean i i don't and if, for anyone that's sitting here listening, keeping score, I don't know about anybody else. Oh, it gets worse. But but we oh, I was gonna say we've really we've really worked ourselves into a shitty spot. Yeah, really so, bad. Like I was saying, when Trump was president in 2018, the U.S. was the world's largest crude oil producer, producing 15 percent of global crude oil, 
more than Russia and Saudi Arabia. That's a lot, So we, we were making the most. That's why Russia didn't have any power over us when Trump was president. He could say fuck around and find out because he knew we weren't reliant on them. We had our own. We had that fracking that's cleaner than the way they do it yeah. over in the Middle East and Russia. So like what, like it's worse for the environment for us to buy it from them. And yeah. yet that's what we do. And we keep approving the Nord Stream 2 pipeline in Russia. That really fucked us over too. Yeah. And meanwhile, Biden's doing the complete opposite. He just stopped new leases and permits for federal oil and gas drilling in America. Even after a court ruled against the administration for trying to use a metric called the societal cost of carbon emissions to justify their their moves. Right. Like they basically tried to say, well, it's bad. Like it's bad PR, basically. This, As though justification for why we shouldn't be doing it. So instead of stopping getting our oil and gas from Russia, he's stopping it from he's stopping us from making it here in America, making us even more reliant on them. Yeah. Even after the courts have ruled against him on this. So like it is really it's an unnecessary oil war because someone could say oh it's the yeah. same thing as the Middle East we're going there for oil we don't need to go there for oil we can get it here if we just fucking do it. You know, it seems and like... And it's actually better for the environment for us to do the, the fracking methods we have developed here because they're cleaner than the ones that they do across the pond, as they say. This is kind of a dark thing to say, but, you know, the the lives that have already been lost in just the last couple of days, both Ukraine, che- soon to be Chechnya, um, Russia, everyone that's involved, all the lives that are that have been lost, they're, they're, it's because of us. We fucked this up. Like it's not us. Don't well, say us. I didn't do shit. Well, no, I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying you and I, but I mean this is our this is this this is due to Joe. This is due to the Joe Biden, Biden administration. Um, you know, it's it, I kind of ache in this, and if my view my view of this is incorrect, please let me know. But you know, I'm I'm envisioning this like you know, Russia's kind of like this rabid dog. And, you know, we're, we're, we're pushing, you know, we're behind somebody and we're telling that person to hold a sharp stick and we're pushing that person with a sharp stick closer and closer to this rabid dog who is, well, who is Russia, really because Russia and the person with the stick is Ukraine. Not you, really because Russia has also been doing their own, uh, like essentially preparing for this. Like they started getting rid of their U S related, like, uh, debt or owning ownership of us you know what i mean and stocking up their gold reserves so they basically prepared for us to like sanction them and it really not affect them give me a second let me look this up but if my memory serves correct and it's almost they got rid of all their like u.s treasuries so we can't like use that against them and their central bank stockpiled gold which is obviously going to increase in price because of the ukraine situation because it's going to like this war is going to war deflates currencies. And so a lot of like precious metals like gold and stuff usually rise. And they even announced today that they were going to buy more gold starting tomorrow, which some people say is true. But also some people say that they're actually just doing that. So the price of gold increases even more, which helps Mm. them out, obviously, because that's what they're like stockpiled in. I forget. Like even if we sanction them, it's not really going to. I don't know. Maybe they're better. They're more equipped to withstand that than they were years ago, you know? Going back to the gold standard, I don't know which country it was, but we we started and went to war with another country, if my memory serves correct, because they wanted to do the same thing. They wanted to get away from the U.S. dollar. Well, it's not them necessarily. It's they, they, instead of investing their 
things in in U.S. treasuries, which a lot of countries do because the U.S. is like a strong economy most of mm-hmm. the time. Although I don't know under Biden, I would also divest. But um, and instead started stockpiling gold because they essentially, you know, yeah. presumably knew that they wanted to do this and knew that if we if they owned a bunch of U.S. treasuries, we could cut them off from those, and then that would kind of def- like deflate their economy. Mm. Yeah. Even though we're still paying them billions and billions as well as all of Europe is paying them billions and billions for all their oil and gas. So we're literally funding their war. I mean, uh, yeah. And no one has said they're going to stop. <laughs> like literally no one has said they're going to stop. And and you could say, well, what about the United Nations? Aren't they doing anything? Well, the UN Security Council, uh, they tried to do something uh, and it got vetoed by Russia. <laughs> the vote failed due to Russia. Uh, China and India abstained and then Russia vetoed it because if you didn't know, Russia is actually in charge of the UN Security Council. Lovely. So you would think that they wouldn't have veto powers over whether or not they can <laughs> sanction themselves or for <laughs> attacking another European nation. But... Nope, they do. That's how it works. So that's like a like, little fun fact for you. I and maybe I've just been too tied up in in watching footage of tanks and shit and buildings getting blown apart. Um, but like, where the fuck is the U.S. Like, have I, have we even said? Have we even made any statements? Have we said anything? Um, like publicly? Like, all I don't see anything on. I don't see anything on social media other than the fact that we support Ukraine. Putin is evil. It's like, well. So there was, on Saturday, the White House, I don't think it was specifically Biden, I think it was just like a statement from the White House, announced that the United States and its allies were going to remove uh, Russian banks from SWIFT, which is the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication. It's basically the international banking network that allows you to mm-hmm. transfer funds across yes. different nations and stuff. So they said they were going to remove them from that. that. That announcement came on Saturday, and I don't know if I saw anything today from them. Man, I that sounds like we're we're just poking the the dog again. I mean, like, I mean, it's us trying to disrupt their financial system while still giving them billions of dollars for oil and gas. Yeah, it seems almost like it's a show <laughs> like, when you think about it that way. Like, yeah, it's like you're not really doing it. And they announced sanctions, but everyone's saying, and I didn't I didn't see like what they were exactly, but everyone's saying that there's so many holes in them that they really like. I think. Somebody said there are so many holes in them you could drive a Russian tank right through it. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's it's essentially like the they're not really like doing anything. It's more like a show thing, you know. Yeah. It's like when it's like when the banks fuck up and they pass a new law to like regulate the banks, but it's like something they were already doing or already covered by another law. It's like you really didn't add anything, you know, or something right. that's easily like oh avoid in these situations, you know. Interesting. So you know we it's like we're doing something when we're not doing something and. Yeah, it sounds yeah. almost like it's like, we won't take your credit card here, but if you want to write us a check, we'll certainly cash it. Like, it seems very much like... I mean, you could take them out of the banking system, but it's just inconveniencing you because you're the one that has to send them billions of dollars for all the oil and gas That's you're true. having them ship to you. And they could just literally... They could literally say, we're not going to send it to you. Fuck you. Yeah. You know? Fuck. Uh, and obviously, they are they probably wouldn't because they need the money to fund the war, mm-hmm. but... They also might because oh. they have the power to do that. You know what I mean? There is right. That, you know? Right, right, right. Oh. Sorry, my mic's going off. Just keep talking. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's just, it seems very much like it's a, a, any type of sanction, it's going to put us in a bad spot. And then on top of that, it's just, it seems like it's just kind well, of. Well, to show. be fair, we're already in a bad spot. I mean, they're trying to blame Ukraine for all the inflation and stuff like that. 
Uh, compared with last January, prices of durable goods were up 11.6%, the largest annual increase since 1975. Mm. So like, we're already in a bad spot. And the media and the Biden administration can try and blame the Ukraine situation for all this inflation, but it's already been happening for over a year now. And this yeah. war that's lasted three days isn't going to change that. Right. Oh. So I guess at this point in time, should we expect, should we start? I mean, it sounds like what you're saying to me is stock up on, on canned goods and gasoline. Cause, uh, and, and put your money, don't stop putting your money into your, your savings account, buy a couple, uh, buy a little bit of gold and precious metals and energy. I mean, it sounds like we're, oh man, it sounds like we're in, a, in for it. Like, well, I don't know because this morning, Sunday morning, the day we're recording this, there was, um, uh, an announcement that they were going to have peace talks. Oh, I heard that. that the, I heard that was disinformation. Well, no, there people are saying it did happen. That Zelensky actually made a statement that said he wasn't going to do it at first because Russia said they wanted to meet in was it Belarus, and he was like, "No, right. that's not neutral territory because you're going to use them to attack us." Or they've already been a part of the invasion. Yeah, Maybe it wasn't Belarus. I can't remember where it was, but um, but then there was reports from uh. Ukrainian officials that they did end up actually going to meet there. So I don't know if they met there or not. As of recording this, there's been no other like reports on it. Mm. That, but it was true that they at least offered a peace talk because Zelen there's a video of Zelensky saying like, we're not going there because they are helping with the Russian invasion. So uh, it's not okay. neutral territory. But then I think he, he changed his mind and did go. I'm not really sure. Mm. So it's, it's tough to say because like you said, there's so much disinformation out there that like, yeah. I don't know what's true and what's not true. So I mean, even well, pictures, you know. even the pictures of Zelensky, it was like there was one picture where it was it showed him like with a, a plate carrier and a, a like a ballistic helmet on, and it turned out somebody somebody um like traced the image via like an image search, and mm -hmm. it what it does is it goes to the internet and it figures out when it was first posted. And the first time it was posted was like in 2016. It's like, oh my God, like everything is just, what the fuck is, like, what is, yeah. what's happening and over there? And let's not forget too, like you said at the beginning that Zelensky, I know everyone's back in Ukraine and all this kind of stuff. And yes, we feel for the Ukrainian people, but Zelensky's kind of a dirtbag. Like, yeah. do not forget that he was involved with all the Hunter Biden's right. stuff, the Burisma. Burisma, that the was he, yeah, he was like, involved with all, yeah, like, yeah, like he's, this Zelensky, he's kind of a scumbag too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Ukraine, the Ukraine is kind of like Switzerland where there's all this just, it seems like there's a couple key countries in the world that are just funnels for uh, fraud, corruption, and like money laundering. And Ukraine is one of them. Um, and yeah, the Hunter Biden situation is a prime example of, of just absolute blatant corruption. Um, and yeah, and then the fact that this dude had a hand in our prior, you know, uh, the whole Election phone, fraud. the whole phone call bullshit with Donald Trump that, you know, and again, that's a different topic for a different day. Um, it's, it's related though. I mean, yeah, I, I, this guy, he's not a good guy. He's not a good no. guy. And, but and arguably, neither is Putin. No, and Putin is, and that's the thing. That's what I said <laughs> so, earlier. I said, don't get it twisted. Neither of these guys are but good. But it's just interesting. So many people. Oh, yeah. Like you said, you saw people posting like, go Zelensky, you're my bro or whatever. I've seen yeah. a lot of people place the Ukrainian flag, but I haven't seen many speak specifically well, to Zelensky. But you said you saw that. Oh, I've, se I've seen a bunch. And the, and the funniest part is like the people I know personally that are doing this are the same ones that are, are claiming that everybody that invaded uh, the White House on January 6th was a neo-Nazi. Well, what they fail to realize is that apparently neo-Nazism is a f on the fucking rise in Ukraine. And apparently there's a lot of neo-Nazism in the actual military. 
um, it, it's it's a, apparently it's like white pride and 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 Nazism is a significant issue in Ukraine. Um, well, it is in Russia. I mean, most of Russia's yeah. white people too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these are not people act like America's the most racist. We are the least racist by far. We are the most melting pot ass country ever. Yeah, I mean, it's Ever. just, it's it, the whole, like... But that's why we have the most racial issues, because other countries, it's like, there are no other, there are no yeah. other races. They, it's just all, you know, and they can all think the same and feel the same, whatever, because they all look identical. Right, if, yeah, exactly, like, sorry, like, you're of a certain race, and you're not this race over here in the Ukraine, like, doesn't we don't give a fuck, like, there's not enough of you over here to actually cause a problem anyways, or, or complain, so fuck you and get out of here, because you, you know, you look like this, and, and you believe in that. So, you know, yeah, it's just, it's very, it's very funny. And, and at the same time, you know, uh, uh, the, the same people that are, are, are saying, you know, we stand with Ukraine and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, weren't you saying that people don't need to own firearms and that like, you know, people don't need AR-15s. Because Ukraine and- just gave out rifles to all their citizens. They said, if you're able to hold a rifle and stand up, come meet us in the squares. We're handing them out. Now... And I want to make this very, very clear in the United States for somebody like myself or the average Joe to be able to go buy a fully automatic firearm and fully automatic means you hold down the trigger and empties whatever rounds are in the chamber in one go. Um, that takes a lot of money and a lot of time. And the average person, it just doesn't have that type of money on hand to do that. And they don't have the time over in the Ukraine. They passed out select fire type rifles, like fully automatic weapons to anyone who could hold them. Why, why is that all of a sudden good? Like, why is it okay for the government to throw this shit out at people? They're being invaded. I, but something tells me that they wouldn't do the same here. Well, we, if we were being invaded, it's unprecedented. So it's hard to say what they would do here, yeah. but we also have different gun laws. So there's pro- they probably in a lot of cases, depending on what areas are being invaded, they wouldn't need to hand them out. That's you know true. what I'm saying? You go to some, some of these States, everyone's already got their own alt- artillery. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you know, yeah. sitting in a safe in their, in their, in their house, you know? Right. So, but other places you go invade California or New York or something like right. that, then yeah, you're going to need to hand them out cause they ain't got them. Yeah. A, a buddy of mine, uh, messaged me the other day and, uh, was saying like, I need to get the hell out of California. He lives out in San Diego. He's like, I want my guns back. <laughs> I was yeah. like, dude, you, you moved out there a year ago for work. He's like, yeah, I already want out. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. But, but, uh, yeah, sorry, I mean to interrupt you. You were making a point the other day, and I don't know if you want to rehash that conversation or if you uh, take time or not. I, yeah, what did I say? Because uh, we kind of started it, and then we're like, no, nah, we saved it for the pod. And then we just uh, kept talking what did, about what, not saving it for the pod. What did, what did I say? I said, <laughs> you said that you were saying about the Second Amendment. Like, does this make the case for it? Oh, yes. So, okay. So... <laughs> Yes, thank you for reminding me. And for those that are can can anticipate what I'm saying, you can skip forward 15 seconds while I mull through this. So, is it fair to say? Is it fair to say or fair to assume that if you support what's going on in the Ukraine right now, you are in support of the Second Amendment here in the United States? Right? That was essentially was kind essentially of the the, the the bottom line of 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 what I'm saying now. And and the reason I say that is, as I just said earlier, I've seen a lot of people that are very for what's going on in Ukraine and them defending themselves, but 
just a couple months ago and maybe just a year ago or a little longer, they're very against firearms. They don't think regular people should have firearms. But I think, and I'm obviously, we're both pro 2A. We think own your guns, get them as many as you want, as many as you need. But I think the argument that people would make against that would be this is special circumstances and doesn't the fact that they were able to get this many guns to their citizens and get them armed so quickly show that you don't need to a, I to and there's there's two yeah I I, I and yeah. the argument against that would be well that's if you're fighting with your government against right. another I was country say, well, what if you're fighting against your government I, and I, which that's is what I was really say. the point that, of two a exactly thank you for essentially like making my you know you <laughs> made the, arguing both sides yeah you, you made you made my point for me <laughs> now now mind you too. <laughs> Now, nothing against people, and here's another just kind of like thought <laughs> process on this. What a broad statement. Nothing against people. <laughs> nothing against people, but personally, you know, I don't think, I'd rather, I'd rather fight along some, alongside someone who's handled a firearm previously. doesn't matter whether it's a mm-hmm. shotgun, a handgun, a rifle, whatever. I'd rather fight alongside people that have at least practiced at a range versus Jim and Jennifer down the street who have who 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 were telling me I was an asshole for owning more than one. Well, now true, I got to trust isn't my life that with them. Sort of making an argument for the Russian and Israeli right. model where everyone serves at least right. X amount of time in the military. Right. Yeah, it does. Now, mind you, not everyone does, shoots a gun in the military. Does that or, strengthen or weaken your military to make it mandatory for everyone <clears throat> to serve? I don't know. Because presumably right now, it's just if you're signing up, obviously if draft is like a different case, but if you're just signing up, then presumably it's because it's something you want to do, something you're passionate or interested in or whatever. You're willing to put in the time, work, energy to be the best in whatever line you go into army, air force, navy, whatever, you know what I mean? So whereas if you're just there because you have to be there, are you really... Like, are you really giving a fuck? You know what I mean? Or are you right. just a body? Which yeah. in some wars is, a is you know, I hate to say it, but is You need cannon better, fodder. You know? yeah. No, not, that's not what I'm saying. But oh. you know what I mean? But versus yeah. like specially. You're specialized, yeah. Not even specialized, but just like you give a fuck, you know? Right, like you actually. You, you're, like you're obviously not, if your life is on the line, everyone gives a fuck. Yeah. But I'm talking about to actually go through the training and, and like be good at something. You there has to be some element where you actually give a fuck about it. Otherwise, right. you're just not really learning, and you won't give a fuck until it's your life on the line. And at that point, it's too late to really learn what you need to learn. I know someone. So a buddy of mine that I know, right? Co- or is it not? No, I, I yeah. I, I'm and I have like kind of a little bit of a story to oh, to go to go along with this. A buddy of mine dated a girl who was from Israel, and she mm-hmm. served in the military, and she was showing us. And this was years ago. So, this was right after I graduated, actually. Mm-hmm. And she was showing us videos of, like, her firing a gun, mm-hmm. like, uh, a couple different types of firearms at a range. And, and I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Like, you know, I'm seeing, here, seeing you shoot this fully automatic, you know, submachine gun. That's cool. And uh, she kind of, like, brushed it off and was like, well, yeah, I didn't do that. Like, that was kind of the only time I did that. And we were, we were kind of asking her all these questions. Like, oh, what'd you do? She ended up just like, she was just a desk jockey in the military, in the Israeli military. So it kind of goes without saying, it kind of, it kind of goes along with your story of like, did she really, was she really there because she wanted to be there or was she there only because the state manda- mandates it? went through basic firearms basic training. training. Yeah. 
I don't know if they call it basic training there or if that's just... Yeah, it's just basic but, training. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but does that mean that she gives a fuck? I don't know. I don't know because it's kind of like CPR certified. Like, I used to be CPR certified. You're supposed to go every, like, year or every yeah, couple yeah, years. Yeah. I don't even know how often you're supposed to go. Like, do I remember? Like... Yeah. Not really. I remember more from the office when they're like, do it to stay in a lot. Ah, 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 ah. Stay in a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's how you're yeah, supposed to yeah. do the, um, that, that's, that's the compressions the on your, yeah. yeah, like if you're, um, I don't even know what it's called. Like if you're, when you're the pushing heart someone's chest, chest. The heart pump, yeah, the, yeah when you're, yeah, yeah. you're pushing their, yeah. And that's really more from the office because it was like a funny bit, you know what yeah. I mean? So like, do it I remember works. really everything from my CPR training back in, right. I don't know, 10 years ago? No, right, I, right, right. you know? So if you took basic training like 10 years ago, are you really going to remember it now? You know what I mean? Right. But then it's like, well, do you just force people to do it all the time? I don't know. You're just constantly ready for war. That seems like a little because, like, yeah. Much. I mean, we have we have you and I both have family members that were in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wonder if I could, you know, hand them a rifle and be like, "Hey, here you go. Field strip it. Field strip it. Oil it up and and load it and fire it on the range right now." I wonder if they could do. It. They probably could. I mean. I'm thinking both on my family and in your family, they both used the same weapons that are considered modern today, like the AR-15 platform, um, M16 AR-15 platform. Uh, so, yeah, I guess they could. I guess that kind of like negates what I was saying. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a way to end a conversation. I love that for us. Um, oh my god so yeah i mean i don't know if there's anything else you want to hit on on world war three jesus christ we well, talked about it for a while yeah I mean, we're in like 40 minutes in. oh my well, there's gosh. two other things that the news has completely ignored during all of this that i think okay. need to be said so the first is biden trying to secretly nominate someone to the supreme court yeah i saw like one i saw like one thing about this so on thursday russia invades on friday morning Biden announces who he wants to nominate to the Supreme Court. Tell me that's a coincidence. Fucking tell me that's a coincidence. Bro, shouldn't you be focused on Ukraine right now? You were so, you were sending troops over for weeks now. All of a sudden you don't care. It's more important to do the Supreme Court thing. No, bro, you're trying to do it hush hush. You're trying to do it secretly. You're trying to do it with as little. Like your focus shouldn't be on who's on the fucking Supreme Court. And people are saying, well, he did it because he wanted to do it by the end of February. There was no need to do that. That was a deadline he set himself. Yeah, he Circumstances have changed. He didn't have to wait. And, yeah, I don't... Yeah, what the fuck, dude? So, like, no. he There was no, like, deadline he needed to meet or anything like that. Like, he just wanted to do it while everyone was talking about Russia and Ukraine and no one was talking about what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, excuse me. It's pretty evident that, like, this guy... This guy and his administration know they're doing shit that's this fucking guy. wrong. And they, and they're trying to hush they're doing it hush hush, you know? They're oh, trying yeah. they're trying to push this shit through when everybody's preoccupied. So So he did follow through on his promise to pick a black woman, but he also said he was gonna pick someone with an exceptional record. And the woman he picked was Judge Brown Jackson. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce her first name. It's in the mm. notes, so if you want to try and pronounce it for the people because I'm really bad at pronouncing names. Um but she Katanji? Ba- Katanji? I'm not sure. K-E-T-A-N-J-I? Katanji, maybe? I don't know. Okay. Go ahead. She has been on an appeals court. She has been an appeals judge for less than one year. Mm. And prior to that, she was a federal trial judge in D.C. who was often reversed by higher courts. And critics describe her writing style as clunky. 
And before so, that, she was a public defender. So people are going to say she's obviously not tough on crime. She was a public defender. Yeah. When she was a federal judge, almost all of her shit got overturned. So clearly wasn't good at it. And then only been on the appeals court for a year. So you really haven't done much there either. Like, how is this someone with an exceptional record who's already ready for the Supreme Court when they really haven't been doing that that right. much for that long? Right. You're taking somebody from like that's played like high school football and throwing him to the fucking NFL. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is, uh, you know... I don't know about anybody else, but I would think that if, okay, so uh, African-American, I think this individual is, I would think black, black, that that was the only promise he kept is that it's a black American. He also said it would be someone highly qualified with a great record, but clearly she, she doesn't really have that much of a record. Honestly. I mean, like personally, I, if, if if I was black, African-American, you know, I, I personally would be pissed off. That like you're clearly doing this to secure a vote and you're doing it on a grand platform. You're saying all this shit to, to, to get people on your side. And then what's even more offensive is that you go and pick somebody that literally it is public knowledge that this person is clearly not that great at what they do. So like it'd be one thing if he said, "Oh, I'm going to pick up the you know black woman, blah blah blah," and then he picks some late some lady that's like you know has some stellar like fucking record. If you were a judge you know what I mean? And you're, you were constantly overturned by higher courts. What makes you think you should now be on the highest of courts? Yeah, that's a concern. It's a concern. I don't care it's like who you are. She doesn't understand it because the higher courts keep saying she's wrong on her decision making. Yeah. So why are we giving her the highest power then? That makes no sense. So when does this become like, when do they decide well, this? Well, it'll have to get like approved and stuff like that. So they'll do like hearings of her and interview, like not interview her, like question her and all that kind of stuff. I have a feeling um, it'll come out once they do the questioning and they start doing the interviews. I mean, it is. There was also some reports that a massive dark money, ultra liberal billionaires group called Arabella Advisors, I think is how you pronounce it, uh-huh. has been pushing this woman. Interesting. Like, trying to push for her to be the next nominee. So, clearly, well, not clearly, but rumors, allegedly, some, you know, shady yeah. shit happened here with this. And, obviously, it's being completely overshadowed by everything in Russia and Ukraine. So, I think it's definitely something to put on people's radars to be like, hey, this is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Some it's, dark money group is pushing some judge with a terrible record who's constantly being overturned and has, you know, only a year on the appeals court. Yeah. To be on the highest court in the nation. Yeah. I would think that if you want, I would just think that, again, it doesn't matter what sexuality you are, or what race you are. I would just think that you'd want somebody that can go jab for jab and has a good record and, and, you know, can like walk the walk and talk the talk. And it just sounds like this individual can't do either of it, either yeah, of those but things. But the Supreme Court, you'd want someone who like, doesn't get overturned, who truly understands the Constitution. And I, that's not what the liberals want, though. That's not what the Biden administration wants. They want someone who's going to say yes to everything they say. Yeah. It just seems like this is not and if she's a good pick. attached somehow to these dark money groups that they're pushing her, they obviously feel yeah. like they can control her. <clears throat> right. So let's hope that it doesn't go through. I hope it doesn't go through. Because uh, we'll again, try and keep an eye on that if you uh, if you can, if anyone reports on it. They yeah, they need to yeah, they need to. The Biden administration just fucking sucks, man. It's it's now what a year. We've been at this a year. This guy is a fucking disaster. This well, whole administration <laughs> is a disaster. We need to Trump impeach announced this dumbass. Basically, that he was going to run again in yeah. twenty twenty four. He was at. 
uh, CPAC, I think, um, giving a speech. And he said that, you know, he basically said, we've done it. We've ran two times. We're going to, we're going to, we've won two times already. We're going to do it a third time. Yeah. You know, he didn't say that exactly, but he said something to basically imply that he won. He insinuated he that it, he won. And then he's going to do it again in 2024. Do it. He said they should watch out for November 8th. Cause obviously that's, you know, the midterm elections. So yeah. Congress is going to get all flipped up, hopefully red wave. And then in, in November of 2024, we may see the return of Donald Trump. That's crazy, know. man. I know he has a lot of support. A lot of people, I mean, even recent polls, like the, the polls about, um, Russia and Ukraine, like, mm-hmm. it was like 70 or 80% of the population said that uh, if Trump was still president, Russia wouldn't have invaded yeah, Ukraine. I Which think it's like, duh, because we wouldn't be relying on them for gas and oil and we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be relying yeah. on them for anything. We probably would be not in NATO anymore or, or at least paying our fair share, like having everyone else pay their fair yeah. share, you know, we'd be in a way better spot. Our economy wouldn't be crumbling. We wouldn't be in a weakened state. I will say there's, there's, there's a meme that's going around the internet and I've seen it on like, not just like, like, uh, politics related meme pages, but like, just like meme, meme pages in general and social media, you know, areas, but it's the, the one where it's like, you know, the Batman sign, but it's like the outline of Donald Trump's head Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, what we need right now. And I mean, it's, that's everywhere. I think, I think nowadays you have to be you either have to be just an absolute moron or you're purposefully being disingenuous to Especially think that. Especially when he can say he was right about everything. Like yeah. so much stuff has come out, everything from Hillary Clinton and all her corruption, right. you know, from the 2016 election, like everything he said, I mean, not every single fucking sentence, but a lot of what he said that people were like, oh, he's crazy or he's lying has yeah. now come out as, oh no, that was a hundred percent the truth. That was all the truth. So we can point to all that and be like, let the media say whatever they want to say in five years, they're going to be saying I'm right again. So. Right. Here we are, you know? Here we are. Yeah. So so we'll see. I, I think he still has a lot of support. Um, I know other people were hoping for other candidates like Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. Right. He, I think, had previously said he wasn't going to run. But um, obviously there's still time. He can change his mind if, he, you know, whatever. Because mm-hmm. that may have to have done with his wife or something like that, you know? Um, so we'll see what happens, you know? Maybe a VP pick. I don't know. We'll see who else runs. And, you know, we're still a long ways away from that. We got... We got to get through these midterms first and see if election fraud is still rampant or not. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, the other headline that's kind of been hidden from the world is the convoys, the freedom convoys. I know. I feel like that's like in Canada and there's a U.S. one on its way to D.C. (laughs) I feel like we've completely forgotten about that. Like you convoys, COVID's over, mask mandates have dropped. Like now it's war in Ukraine. Like. So, yeah. So Justin Trudeau ended the use of his emergencies act on Wednesday. Uh, which was a full week after it was first invoked, and it was ahead of a vote that was going to determine whether or not it should remain in place. So he basically, I assume, thought the vote wasn't going to pass. So he's like, "I'll just, I'll just, you know, I'm done with this now." Yeah. Um, but a lot of people are still reporting that the financial blacklisting, basically the freezing of accounts, a lot of the accounts are still frozen. Yeah. So millions of dollars that you either donated to the convoy or you were present at the convoy, their accounts are still frozen, which is not allowed like you would think that there'd be immediate action on this to reopen them um since it wasn't really allowed really under the act and it's certainly not allowed without the emergencies act right yeah uh, that's so there's still stuff happening there and and there's still protests happening in i mean calgary's going wild i think i saw toronto they're walking through the streets like there's still protests happening in canada right now fighting for you know their freedom and they've seen some uh i think alberta said that they were getting rid of their mass mandate somewhere else said to um, 
But yeah, so it's still going on. Just because you're not, it's not dominating the news cycle anymore because the mm-hmm. the you know World War Three or whatever it is, um, it's still happening. Yeah. Jeez. Uh. And then on top of that, you have the U.S. convoy. So the U.S. truckers have now formed their own convoy, right. and they're coming from all over the country. I mean, they're, they're driving across from California. They just passed through Australia the other day. They're all headed to D.C., and they're expected to arrive in D.C. Uh, on Tuesday, which is the State of the Union address. Oh, uh, perfect timing. Yeah, exactly. Perfect That's timing. Coming. So. Yeah, it's, man, it, I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like we're kind of like in this cycle where it's like right as you see the tail end of something something else explodes just again and it, it, it it's you know i think alex jones kind of hinted at this a while back that it's like you know you have these stories that come out and i guess almost any almost anybody that can see you know the difference between issues and stuff like that they it seems like there's there's always like some sensationalized news story and then everything else just falls in the background and then it's like almost like the powers that be hope that like you just forget about it like we can sweep it under the rug like forget that it's there you know i don't know i just yeah now that the trucker thing and well because it's like you said on friday the cdc announced that they're no longer going to be requiring or recommending i guess they don't really make requirements they just make recommendations uh, recommending indoor mask use or, or wearing masks. They're, they're kind of like, it's over now, yeah. we're good. And obviously people are saying, well, that's convenient timing considering Biden's State of the Union addresses on Tuesday. He's obviously going to talk about that and, and sort of claim a victory over COVID. But at the same time, if these peace talks are actually happening, and again, they like they could be false reports, it could it could they could be talking and not mm-hmm. reach a resolution, whatever. But if they do happen to be talking and reach a resolution... Well, then let's say this war ends. It doesn't become World War Three. They just kind of settle on something and move forward. And then Biden's left with nothing because they've closed the book on COVID, said, hey, claimed a victory on that on his speech on Tuesday. And then the peace talks will end the war, so he can't claim that anymore. So then as the economy continues to tank, inflation continues to reach record levels, constantly breaking records. It beat the 40-year record, now it's beat the 57-year record. You know? Yeah. How, what is he going to blame? <sighs> is it going to be, is he going to go back to COVID and say there's a new variant, you better mask up again, you get your... 12th jab is he going to start a war and just start shooting people is he going to be i don't know because even if there's peace talks between russia and ukraine you also have china threatening to invade taiwan but we have yet to cross china or even threaten them in fact biden has given them extra intel even though they've flipped it over and, and give handed that all over to russia and putin then yeah so uh, what do we do yeah um what becomes the the blame right i i don't for why the economy has continued to tank I don't know. I mean, it almost, I don't know what they're going to blame. I don't know what they're going to blame. I mean, they can't blame the poor. They can't. And I mean, I guess they, they could find a way to blame the rich, but they are the rich. So they wouldn't blame themselves. I I mean, and COVID, I was talking to my sister about this just the other day. We were both saying like, if, if there was, if they said, Oh my God, another variant's coming out. That's not happening like that. We're done. We're done. Like the people that are still wearing masks, I find it, I I like to just assume that they're just, they don't really pay attention to this stuff and they don't know that like there's law, like things are coming to an end. So I'd like to think that, but uh, you know, you're not going to get people to do this whole mask up, lock down again, get more vaccines. It's not happening. Um, so I don't know if they can blame that the Russia, 
Ukraine thing. And it I might mean, keep going on, but I'm saying hypothetically, what if it ended? Yeah. You know, what if they reached an agreement without the U.S.? Right. What would happen then? He's got nothing, you know? Obviously, yeah. he's going to milk this fucking World War Three oh, allegations yeah. or whatever for as long as he can. I don't know. And maybe f- that's why so much misinformation is being spread. Our, uh, our fingerprints are all over To try and make it seem like that. it's way worse than it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I And maybe, maybe they're just trying to, you know... It seems like the situation they're in right now is they're just like, it's like a boat that's sinking and you see people with buckets just like throwing water over the side. Just like the, it's sinking. They're not though. They're dumping water into it because he could be throwing water over by opening up, like releasing the new federal oil and gas things, start yeah. producing more oil and gas here, reopen the Keystone, uh, yeah, the Keystone pipeline that he shut down day one and start getting us to a place where we're energy independent or at least independent from Russian oil and gas so that we're no longer giving them billions and billions to fund their war. Yeah. Put actual sanctions in place that are going to try and stop them. Yeah. Do some sort of show of strength. Yeah. I don't know. Shut down our fucking wide open southern border so we don't have two plus million people coming through it every few months. I mean, talk about the U.S. has never been invaded. We're literally being invaded right now. That's true. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know what the next thing's gonna be. But it certainly feels like you can almost time it. You can almost time it. Like right as something's about to start to fizzle out, or so you know. Once the like, if if they're actually talking about like peace talks with Ukraine, and like we're not really, we really don't have our hands in it. Oh, you can bet there's gonna be something else that's gonna come along. There's going to be something else. I don't know. Like what? And my thing is, is what is the distraction? Why are we being distracted? Do you think COVID is over? They can't go back to that. I think so. I did see on the news that they were interviewing, I think it was the CEO of Moderna, and they were asking him, they found a chunk of DNA sequencing or something like that that had been patented by Moderna like three years ago. And that was a part of the COVID virus, not the vaccine, the virus. Yes. So they were like, how is this possible that you, that COVID contains a a sequencing that you have patented three years ago? Yeah, I saw that. He was like, well, you know, sometimes maybe if someone got accidentally infected in the lab and then they infected their friends and family, you know, it happens sometimes. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't. It was, he was clearly like, you, I, I think I saw the title like, of the so video. Are you admitting like, that you spread COVID? Like you're the cause? <laughs> right. The the video clip I saw was that interview of him. And uh, it was like, watch the, watch the CEO of Moderna squirm like a rat. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and I watched it and I was like, oh, you can tell immediately, like right when he's starting to fucking scramble. Like in his head, you can just see it on his face. He's scrambling for an answer. Yeah. So I think that the virus narrative is, is done. Yeah. It's got to be because people are sick of it. it. You know, the CDC they don't is care. Now saying I think you don't people need just don't care. The only thing is the vaccine passports is still a thing. There's lots of uh, states that have those QR code yeah. things and, and, and they have it across Canada and other places and stuff. So it's like that needs to go away. Yeah. Because there's our, like, it's not helping. The vaccine isn't helping. It didn't help. It never did. Yeah. So what are we doing here? Right. I don't know what the, I don't, I, I wish I kind of knew, like, why does like a state like Hawaii require this? Like, why, what are you getting from this? Like, what's the, what, what metric, what metric are you, are you fulfilling here on this? Like, are you getting money? Are there kickbacks for this? Are you guys getting funding outside of, you know, the, the V, the, the view or the scope of, of what, what we currently know? I mean, it's, did you see the memo that went around 
uh, to all the Democrats about the the COVID narrative and saying uh, I didn't um, read it. I saw the screenshot of like uh, yeah, it was some. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking it was about. Basically saying, uh, giving them advice on how to like campaign for 2022, like for the midterms, and it was saying that like say that COVID is over, basically declare victory on it. Say that like zero COVID is never going to be a thing. It's something we need to live with. Try and like downplay the fear of it and all this kind of stuff. Um, I can't find it, but like that was basically the like synopsis. Of That's it. so fucking oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say Wait, if there's anything you want to highlight. Um, but I, you know, that's so fucking obnoxious. Yeah, it was from Biden's polling firm. It literally says, declare the crisis phase of COVID over and push for the feeling and of acting more normal. Recognize that people are worn out and feeling real harm from the year-long restrictions and take their side. And that part is bold and underlined. Well, it they acknowledge this. COVID still exists and likely will for a long time. Don't set COVID zero as the victory condition and stop talking about restrictions and the unknown future ahead. Oh, God. It's, it's almost like it they says, if we focus on how bad things still are and how much worse they could get, we set Democrats up as failures, unable to navigate us through this. Oh, my God. So, I mean, yeah, they're literally like, like coaching they, them to say it's over, say it's over. So now that you're going to hear them all say it's over, you know, it's political. Yeah. I mean, it always has been. It always has been. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the it's war that is going to dominate man. the headlines for. Yeah. Hotman, I think. Because I don't yeah. know if these, these peace talks are real or if they're going to reach any sort of conclusion, especially yeah. with China involved. Yeah, I, I really don't like the idea of us passing off information to China only for them to pass it straight off to fucking Putin. I don't like, know that's why a terrible Biden look. would ever trust that fucking Pooh Bear ass motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. Like, what are you thinking? He's, he's probably fucking blackmailed by both of those countries with all his son's shit. I yeah. mean, Hunter Biden in the big guy. Like, who do you think that was? That's obviously his dad. Right. Like, you right. know, who knows what else was on the fucking laptops. So, yeah, that's another story that got buried. Thank you, Zelensky. <laughs> uh, well, I guess uh, everyone that listens and you and I will see what's next. We'll know. It'll 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 I think I think it's getting I think it's almost become like a skill that we've learned. Like we can almost like tell like, oh, you know. This is happening. It's like, I bet but you I they're going to they say this do, is racist. Oh, there it is. They said it's racist. They would do better if they stopped creating crises. If yeah. they said, hey, we can live peace. Like, sort of like like it's the roaring 20s again. We survived the pandemic. They had the Spanish flu. We had COVID. We survived the war. They had a war. We had a war. Now it's time to fucking thrive, baby. This is our thrive period. Right. And people would love it. And they'd be like, hell like, yeah, vote those motherfuckers in again and again and again because we're thriving. The problem is Democrats don't want that. Yeah. The greatest wealth gap is getting bigger and bigger thanks to Democrats. And that's what they want because they're at the top. Right. And they want you to be fully reliant on the government. That way you do whatever the fuck they want. And they can do whatever the fuck they want. Right. You're at their... Republicans uh, are the opposite. They want the American dream, power to the people. Yeah. They want people to be able to do what they want and, you know, have their own lives. Democrats, not so much. Not so much indeed. Yeah. Oh, they want God. that big government. Want All that right. big government. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Shit Talking Got Me Fired. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Rate us five stars, comment, tell us what you love, what you want more of. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Shit Got Me Fired. That Shit Got Me Fired, not Shit Talking Got Me Fired. That name was too long. 
Um, follow us there for more content. Share it with your friends and all that good stuff. Never miss an episode. We always update it on there if we're going to be a little late or anything like that. Um, anything else to add, Peter? No, that's it. That's it. We beat He's it. exhausted. Oh. He's in like a terrible mood now. Not it's war talk. It's COVID talk. He can't take it anymore. I'm just poor, like. This poor little guy's not going to hang in there. <laughs> man, I'm just tired of bad news, man. It's tired of it. But Well, the U.S. convoy, that's pretty good news. It is good news. CDC declaring COVID over. We'll let the last ones to say it, but hey, at least, you know. God damn this is some good news. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Peace talks, potentially. That's some good news. We'll see you next week. We'll be able to report back all next week about what what's actually true and what's not. Okay, well, until next week, y'all, stay jolly. Stay lit.